That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of lag. It is Commissioner Cooper, and it's week 10, so you better wake up, get up, get your lineup set. We got our fantasy friends in the house to help you out with that. We got Ultimate DFS lineups. We got Brian Scott in to help you with injuries. It's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. 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 It's time for TSS Fantasy. You know, the great thing about being a football player is you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Let's get this Sunday morning started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. I love it. The jester is in the house, and we can't even see where he's at. We just see the green screen. Don't look behind the screen. Uh, what is, what's the old freaking Wizard of yeah, Oz? Behind the green curtain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't pay attention to the man behind the screen. But, guys, pay attention to TSS Fantasy because we are here, we are strong, and we are ready to rock your Sunday mornings, get you going before that. 9.30 Frankfurt game? Is that Frankfurt this week? Yeah, <laughs> Germany's getting two bad games in a row. Love it. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo. I take that personally. All right, let's go to that man behind the green screen. Where's that? We should get that orchestra music playing as Freddie Reyes takes you behind the magic. The magic. Welcome, Welcome in, Fred. Fred Reyes. Hopefully you can hear me. And yeah, it's Wake Up With TSS Fantasy. Let's go. Uh, technical difficulties, but I should be okay in about two minutes. All good, All my friend. Good, my we'll friend. just mute you when you're not talking, at the very least. Let's also welcome into the studio, Greg OJ, the Juices Loose Mayor. Maybe you should mute him for the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> man listen it's week 10 i'm loving this i'm looking good in three out of four leagues this season i need a big win this week let's go baby it's fantasy football sunday early morning football live from germany can't get no better than week 10 let's go yeah man i mean it's it's one of those things when your team's on a bye, like when you wake up, it's not as, you know, you don't have the anxiety, but man, it's week 10. We're late for this bye. So it's a big fantasy matchup this week. I was waking up like, man, I got, I got to win these games today, P period. They all mean something. So let's get the bills paid. Don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. Look at all of our latest and greatest rankings are up now. Shop and compare, <clears throat> excuse me, um, before you get your lineup set. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double, double excuse me, that deposit up to $100. Jazz Sportsbook as well. Lots of great promos with them. Look for uh, our promo code with them as well. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro-Am Belts. All right. If you're watching on YouTube, do us a solid. Hit the subscribe. Hit a like. Throw your comments in. 
If especially you have a lineup question, we'll definitely answer those at the end. Little things stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. We got the big medical professional, Brian Scott, in the house. I can't pay this bill. Let's get him in. Good morning. Morning, Brian. How are you this morning, sir? We are in week 10. We got some injuries to uh, go over. What say you this morning? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was feeling a little down, a little tired. And then I saw a stat pop up on NFL game day that showed the Giants sitting in the number three draft position heading into this weekend. So I got a little bit more excited to turn things around for us. And um Let's get started, shall we? I mean, no no um, surprises here with Daniel Jones being out for the year. Cam Akers out for the year. We talked about those guys earlier in the week. A um, bunch of guys out. We'll go quickly through that list. Um, Kendra Miller out with an ankle sprain. Damian Pierce out with an ankle injury. Uh, Nico Collins out with uh, a calf injury that he had, which was kind of surprising. T. Higgins out with this hamstring injury that... Apparently, he injured in practice. Uh, Zay Jones out officially. Justin Jefferson has not been activated off of IR yet, which we expected. Uh, sounds like he might need at least another week. Traylon Burks out uh, with a pretty nasty concussion last weekend. And those are the definites. Now, some of the other guys that we've got on this list are still somewhat questionable. We have some good ideas of who's going to play and who's probably not. But let's go through those. Gus Edwards has been dealing with a toe issue, missed practice earlier in the week, but apparently was dealing with this last week and it didn't really set him back. So I expect the same thing heading into this weekend here. Um, James Conner has officially been activated off IR and is expected to make his return today. So that's good news there for the Cardinals fans. Um, David Montgomery with his ribs was a full go in practice earlier in the week and we should see him. He has been um, reported that he will be playing. Uh, Kenneth Walker dealing with some type of chest injury, missed practice on Wednesday, but was able to complete two full practices later in the week, and we should see him again um, today. Um, One guy that's really on the fence here is Keaton Mitchell. Now, he was dealing with the hamstring issue uh, earlier in the week, but did get a full practice in on Friday. He's still officially listed as questionable. I have a feeling that if we do see him, he might be somewhat limited as, you know, there's always a risk of that hamstring kind of getting tweaked again. Um, with just one full practice under your belt. Sometimes you can't really test it out as much as you'd like to. So keep an eye on that. Um, At the wide receiver position, Josh Downs was officially listed as questionable, um, but he did miss practice a few days earlier in the week. So I'm not quite sure what he's dealing with, some type of knee issue. He could see action, but it could be in a limited role. So pay attention to that. He's actually playing in this Germany game here starting in a few hours. So um, that's important. Uh, Robert Woods, some type of foot issue. He's been dealing with this on and off for a while now. He did not practice on Wednesday, but did get in a full session on Friday. He is expected to play today. Um, This might limit his performance. Big news here in Cincinnati with T. Higgins being out. um, Jamar Chase is dealing with some type of back contusion, which was confirmed on an MRI. Now, I'm pretty optimistic that he's going to play but Ian Rappaport today was saying that it's 50 50 and it's going to come down to game time decision I'd be hard pressed to think that Jamar Chase is not going to play with T Higgins out and the Bengals really needing to to pull out another victory here this week as Joe Burrow seems to be really playing well 
So I, I expect him to be in there. It's just a contusion that was confirmed on MRI. I would be hard-pressed to see him sit out. Uh, Curtis Samuel dealing with some type of toe issue officially listed as questionable. I do think we'll see him play though. He did get a, a Friday practice in, so um, not sure how it's going to affect his availability, but he should be uh, in the game. Um, good news here. Jackson Smith and Jigba was taken actually off of the injury report on Friday with some hip issue. So he should be good to go. Um, where are we here? Debo Samuel, we will see him play. He's officially um, activated off IR and should um, be good to go. I don't think that shoulder issue will be a problem for him. Uh, he should have plenty of time to heal. Christian Watson dealing with some type of back and chest injury, but also was dealing with a concussion, which he was cleared from earlier in the week and should be a full go today. Uh, Drake London officially taken off of the injury report with his groin issue and should be a full go. And then TJ Hawkinson at the tight end position dealing with some rib injury, but is expected to play today and has been quoted as saying such all week. So we should see him in there. And that's uh, pretty much everybody. Yeah, the T Higgins is interesting. Did you get a um, did we get a grade on that hamstring? Um it was it on a strain tear. What was it? Uh, Cause I, it popped out of nowhere. And to be honest with you, I didn't follow up on it because I don't have any shares of T Higgins, but I was just kind of curious, is this something that's going to linger on? Um, Cause the Tyler Boyd owners or people who uh, might be looking to pick him up, that could be a long-term investment. Um, if this is a, a significant um, tear from T Higgins. Yeah, so it happened on practice or in practice on Wednesday, which I think if you're is a good thing um, because usually practice days on Wednesdays are not terribly um, stressful. It's usually just kind of a let's get back into the swing of things. It's not usually one of their full go, full padded days. So my guess is that he probably tweaked it a little bit. They're probably just erring on the side of caution here so that this doesn't linger for weeks um, going forward. Uh, there wasn't, or at least I couldn't find a grade or of the severity of the injury. But when you hear about a hamstring issue, it's usually nine, nine and a half, point nine times out of ten is a strain, which involves some degree of tearing of the muscle tissue. So, um, but you know, these are things where you don't want to mess around. We've seen it before. Uh, hamstring issues can linger for quite a while. They're very easily reaggravated. I'm hoping uh, for the Bengals' sake and for fantasy owners that uh, this is more of just kind of a tweak and it's more precautionary than anything, but they really haven't been too specific about what severity is. For sure. Casual sports fans, thank you for your question. We will get to that at the end of the show when we do our um, start and sits. Um, we will get to that. And Dennis, uh, we just talked about Chase. Um, they Right now it's a 50-50 going up to he's, game time. He's got to so. play. He's got so, it. I yeah, cannot it, see him sitting this out. I just really can't see him sitting this out. Right. A crucial game. Plus with, uh, you know, you're, you're missing T Higgins. So, you know, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I think I can see, definitely see him uh, getting in David. Good morning to you, my brother. We appreciate you joining us. Um, thank you guys all for your questions. Bri, we appreciate you. Let everyone know where we can follow, get all your great content um, during the week. Um, of course, we'll see you, of course, back here next Friday. Uh, but where can we get all your great content in the meantime? Yeah, so most active on Twitter at Injured List Pod. You can find me on Instagram as well. And then uh, on my website, theinjuredlist.com. Every Wednesday, Andrew LaDuke and I from Fantasy Sports Corps come out with our Inside the Medical Tent blog, which uh, for a small nominal subscription, and you can cancel any time, you get some inside in-depth information as well as some 
fantasy football roster strategy uh, advice on how to deal with injuries across the board there. So worth the investment and cancel any time. So I highly recommend it. Um, get the edge if you can, right? Why not? Always looking for an edge. That's for sure. All right, Brian, we appreciate you. Good luck to you this week, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Take care, guys. All right. We're going to get to the weather report. It's time for the weather report. My internet's doing that thing where it repeats stuff, and then I, I don't know what's going on. My bad. So if you see me staring, it's because the video is still playing in my screen. All right, so here we go on the weather today. Um, dome games, these are games you don't need to worry about uh, the wind or rain or elements affecting your kicker or quarterback. Saints at Vikings, good to go. Lions at Chargers. Falcons at Cardinals, Giants at Cowboys, and Jets at Raiders. So all good with those. Now getting to the other ones. Colts at Germany, Frankfurt. Um, that was a horrible German accent. 46 degrees, mostly cloudy. Winds are four miles an hour. So uh, pretty decent, just a chilly day there. Browns at Ravens. 50 degrees, clear skies, winds are six miles an hour. Great day for football. Packers at Steelers, 51 degrees, um, clear skies as well, winds five miles an hour. 49ers at the Jags, it's 70 degrees, overcast, winds are at 13 miles an hour. So a little bit um, of some wind in that one. Um, there is possible calls for rain in that as well, but... Um, from what I'm seeing um, locally, it doesn't seem to uh, be any rain coming in for that game. Should be good for that one. Texans at the Bengals, 57 degrees. Clear skies, winds are five miles an hour. Titans at the Bucks, 85 degrees. Hot, mostly cloudy. Winds are six miles an hour. Commanders at the Seahawks, 52 degrees. There's a chance of rain. It's Seattle, of course, right? Winds are six miles an hour. And the Monday nighter, Broncos at the Bills, 41 degrees, partly cloudy, but winds 16 miles an hour. So if you have a kicker in the Monday night matchup, you might want to watch that ahead of time um, just to see. Uh, Steven, thank you so much for your question. We will get to that at the end. Just want to give you a heads up, um, give you incentive to keep on and watch our show. All right. Well, if you're looking to play some DFS, um, unfortunately, like I had said on Friday, some of our fantasy friends are taking bye weeks, and this is the bye week for Maddie Daddy. So we don't have a Maddie Daddy this week. We all got all their great stuff, but that's okay because Justin and I, we can handle this. We're going to do our ultimate DFS lineup. My final meeting with the gods from the heavens above as they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior. Ah, you can feel it, dude. All right, let's talk about last week real quick to show up the results. Jordan um, was bringing up the rear, so we'll qu uh, quickly show his uh, squad. Didn't really get much uh, in the way of Garner Minshew. A couple of those guys, unfortunately, missed for him. Uh, so not such a good week. Um, Justin um, was actually second this week. If you can believe it, I actually was in first. I can't even believe it. Um, Deshaun Watson came in um, at a decent rate. Uh, Josh Jacobs as well had a big day. As you mentioned, we talked um, earlier about Don Kincaid. He's consistent every week now, so he's a definite star, a good play there. 
AJ Brown, hello. I mean, duh. Um, and Patriots D had a little bit. Um, and yeah, can you believe it? The commish is in first in the DFS. Like the Saints D helped out. He was 17 points. Um, I also wrote Kincaid, Dak Prescott had a great day. Um, Jonathan Taylor and Saquon had paid to pay up on the running backs last week. And Chris Olave uh, played in well and had a little flexy with Brees Hall. Like I said, St. Steve at 17 certainly didn't hurt. Justin, let's talk about your ultimate DFS lineup for this week, my friend. Yeah, yeah. So I I went up and uh, I paid up for a couple of guys, one of them being Amon Ross St. Brown. I just like the matchup against the Chargers. Not a very good uh, defense in general, so you gotta love the the main targets there. Um, I started off with Brock Purdy, though. I think this is really a, a week that you get the you see uh, the 49ers kick it back into gear, win, lose, or draw. I think the offense is gonna look good this week. Uh, Tony Pollard. Last time Tony Pollard had any good relevance in DFS was Week One against these very same Giants. Oddly enough, the Giants are worse off than they were in that 40 to nothing blowout in week one. Um, I think it's going to be a defense and run game all day long for the Cowboys. B. Brian Robinson, I was going to say B. John Robinson. He's actually a good steal this week, too, on on DraftKings. But Brian Robinson Jr., love it at 5,400. The Seahawks have just not looked the same. Um, I think that they were kind of like a little flash in the pan early in the season. And now they're kind of just falling apart as people are realizing that Gino is really just kind of Gino. I mean, he was he was good last year. He's just been crap this year. Um, but Brian Robinson Jr., I love what he can do as a pass catcher and as a rusher. I think he's going to have a big day this week against the Saints or the Seahawks. Logan Thomas, he was kind of just like a shot in the dark. He's been getting consistent targets these past couple games. And Washington Commanders, while they haven't been a good defense, they've been a really good offense, like efficient offense. They score a lot of points. So I could see him getting into the end zone this week. Um, and then we got DeAndre Hopkins. Love the matchup. Last week, we saw a rookie tear up this Bucks defense. Why can't we see it again? I know it's a veterans buck D and DeAndre Hopkins is pretty much all that the Titans have. I don't think there's really anybody who can hang with Hopkins in that secondary. So I'm going to go with Hopkins at 6,000. My boy Debo is back. That's the stack with Brock Purdy this week. Love the matchup against the Jaguars. I think that Debo gets back and gets right. I think we see a lot of him this week. We see a lot of screens, maybe him coming more out of the backfield too, to kind of lighten the load on Christian McCaffrey. And I, I think this is a, a great Debo week. I already talked about Amon Ra. Dalton Kincaid has been my ride or die at tight end right now. He has just been kind of that consistent guy, like you said, Coop. And I just I love the value that he's still at 4,300. Then the Browns defense. This is a team that, man, I mean, even if they lose this week, I think this Browns defense can disrupt Lamar enough to get a fumble, maybe get an interception. So I am all about this Browns D. It is a tough, tough team to be playing. Yeah. Um, so um, my bad. Sorry, I got a little distracted there. Uh, yeah, I, our lineups actually, it's funny because we don't talk about it um, prior, but we're pretty similar in a couple aspects. Um, Domo, by the way, thank you. I see your question there in the comments. We will get to that at the end. Um, I appreciate you. 
All right, here's my ultimate DFS lineup. So you brought it up, the rookie tearing up the Bucks D last week. Why can't it happen again? Well, why can't you get a cheap play on DFS as well? Bucks right now against Fantasy QBs actually are dead last in the league as well. Um, so it's a great play. Um, I got Brees Hall in there. Look, the Raiders, not very good defensively against the run. Um, 29th in the league. You always expect, um, you know, of course, Zach Wilson's going to make some mistakes. Doesn't mean Brees Hall isn't going to run the football. Um, if they're smart, they just keep it on the ground. Um, Bijan Robinson. I mean, if there's a day for Bijan to get right, today is that day. I mean, Arizona 30th against fantasy running backs. This is the day to spend up a little. And he actually, like I said, he's a little bit under Brees Hall today. So it wasn't a bad, um, bad buy as well. Dalton Schultz at tight end. I mean, listen, one thing is for sure that the <laughs> excuse me, that the Bengals struggle with is they cannot guard tight ends. Dead last in the league. Dalton Schultz on a bit of a hot streak. Um, one and one equals two in my book. So let's go ahead and play him. DeAndre Hopkins, you know, going back to this matchup with Will Levis. Now I got the stack against the secondary already that struggled and is going to be missing some pieces as it is so you know we'll see michael thomas is playing today i about felt stupid um putting him in um after he got arrested apparently but uh but i went and looked and he is going to be active today um and playing so michael thomas i was gonna say just put rashid shaheed if he doesn't play uh, but i like the matchup regardless um, against Minnesota, 24th, um, they do give up some big plays in the secondary. Um, Calvin Ridley, you know, this is that one shot in the dark. I'm like, you know, this is that time. This is that Calvin Ridley, you know, roll the dice. We've been rolling through these receivers. It's Christian Kirk. Um, is it Zay Jones? But now he's hurt going on the IR. I think it's the Calvin Ridley. Day. I like the Calvin Ridley at play a lot this week. And then Mike Evans, um, you know, if you're going to have a team that's going to be throwing on your defense, well, you're going to have to be throwing right back. And this secondary um, is for the Titans is 26th in the uh, league against fantasy receivers. I like Mike Evans a lot today. And why not go with that Raiders Z against that suck ass Jets offense? That's horrific and awful. And just disgusting. It looks like Pop Warner. Um, so I like the Raiders D all day long. Not rubbing it in, guys, at all. Uh, here's Jordan's lineup. I will go through the whole explanation of it. Uh, but here's just kind of what it looks like. Of course, he likes his boy Dak. He also likes Bijan as well. Play a little play on Najee Harris. He, you know he loves Jonu Smith. That's always a great play for him. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, um, Christian Watson, Josh Reynolds, and Brandon Ayuk. And, of course... Why not ride the Cowboys defense that was just absolutely mauled the um, the what's it called the uh, Giants on the last game? But I, like I said I think this might be a little bit more of a tighter game. I mean they are we're all men here. I mean we're definitely want to step up um, and not look like that again for sure. It was like a 40-0 beatdown if I remember correctly. All right, well listen. We got to make some money today, right, gentlemen? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we work a lot, but today's the day to get paid. And why not bring our expert in the house, Ariel? She got me paid a little bit last week, paid a little bit of those plays last week, got some money. So I appreciate you, Ariel. Let's bring her in and get your stacks. I don't know. I can't even say it. Let's go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to fatten your stacks with Ariel.
Hi, thank you so much for having me on this week. Thanks so much for being here. It was fattening your stacks. That's what I was trying to get out. It's too early right now. It's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. What is up, Ariel? Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. Um, again, had a great week last week. And I know you sent me your place for this week. And my apologies um, to our audience and to Ariel. I wasn't able to get the graphics done in time, but I will have some cool graphics for her next week. So, Ariel, take it away. Give us some of your great plays for today. Thank you so much. Last week was a great week, hitting nine out of 12 plays. Um, and for everyone that follows me and that came and saw this uh, last week, they know that I'm very good at the plays. So nine out of 12, really wonderful. And the way I accomplished that was by focusing on what I call. So let's start off with what really pops out with me, which is Green Bay. I am not going to line very tight, and I don't think there's going to be a lot of here. But when I look at the game flow and how this happens, a few things about that are really first on the Pittsburghs. I expect a stellar game from quarterback, and Kenny Pickett is responsible for my first two plays. I think Pickett's completion under 19 and his touchdowns will be under one. And I do believe that more than two and a half of those completions will be at the hand of Jalen Warren. So I'm going two and a half complete here. And finally, in this game, it sounds counterintuitive, is a very low scoring game. Effect. Bay and I expect Andrew Jones's rushing attempts to be under 12 and a half. And the next game I'm going to focus on is the quarterbacks play in the Houston versus. I think that CJ Stroud will be half an interception and that Joe Burrow will be under 12 and a half yards rushing. Now let's move on to the Detroit. Chargers game. I like the Lions to win here. So I believe Josh Reynolds will go 28 and a half yards. And let's look at the moment. Quentin Johnson will be under two and a half for so to round out my 10 plays, I have Arizona McBride to have under four and a half receptions. And then finally, my for the week is Pete Ryan to go over 12 and a half yards. And um, just for general notes, players on winning games, I expect the best out of the Lions and the Cowboys. But the Las Vegas books also took a major step backing the Colts this week. Those are all my plays. All right. all right, Ariel. Thank you so much. Yeah, wow. Uh, some of those were like Samaji Piran. I wasn't expecting that. I like that one. Uh, some some good info for sure. Uh, like I said, he got us paid last week. Um, so we'll definitely put those in 
um, and get paid this week as well. Where can we follow, subscribe, and get all of your great content during the week? I hope to see you back next week, of course, right here. But where can during the week can we find you? Because I know you do more than just football. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, So during the week, I've a lot of basketball as well as football. For my ROI in college basketball, it's literally the highest. Las Vegas right now. So make sure to also go follow me on my TikTok channel. It's A-R-I-L-C-A-L-S-T-A, Ariel Calista. Um, the spelling's right here also on my name. Um, but also I would love if you and subscribe to my free daily email. So you could go over to my TikTok or go to ariellecalista.com and add your name to the stay in touch box get my free daily email with all the important on all the plays. That's awesome. Make sure that's free. Go check that out and get some easy bets. Um, like, you know, right in there in your email without any money at all. You can't, you can't buy that for sure. Right. All right. Well, we appreciate you, Ariel. Um, we'll see you next week. Good luck. Um, and before you head out, we're going to play our boy from Patriot Sports Radio. He's got some homegrown prop bets he wants us to check out. So we'll send you off with that. We'll see you next week, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs>
Uh, thank you, Mr. Eric. Stick and stay here after TSS Fantasy Wake and Rake with the PSR host guy was on next. All right, guys. Well, it's time for the Sunday picks. We're on a mission, a mission, guys. Well, we have a new leaders leaders in the house, but let's look how that happened last week. Ooh, look what ha what happened to Jordan. Like I don't even know what happened, but our boy Greg stepped up. I mean, he was started at the bottom. Now he's here. But let's look at the overall picture of picks. Ba -da -ba 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 -ba. The jester is back where he belongs. And yeah, go ahead. What do you? What, oh, you're on mute, Fred. Go you're ahead. I think okay. I muted you. So, so jo just now, Jordan's was not correct. He should be in last. Why was he not? Why is it not correct? Because. I went nine and five, which is fourteen games. He went seven and six, which is thirteen games. He actually went seven. He's also was the head of the class, so we're gonna have, we'll we'll I'll take a look. He was shenanigans. He was way, way ahead of your ass. Oh, shenanigans! Not, shenanigans. Not, right? Are we calling shenanigans on Fred's picks? Or are we calling shenanigans on the commission? We're trying to get out of the basement at any means possible. Guys. All right, let's get through the. Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots lead this series 53 to 30. Uh, the Patriots have won nine out of the last 10 matchups, which included in 2022, they won 26 to three. The Colts in this one are favored by one and a half, and the over under is 43 and a half. Fred, who you like? I'm, uh, I'm, I have to go with the Colts. I can't figure out what uh, the Pats are doing. I don't know if they're trying to. Lose on purpose to get a higher draft pick, or that's going to affect Bill Belichick's job too much for me. I'm going with Colts. Uh, OJ, who you like? <clears throat> you know, I know Fred is a low key Colts fan, so I went with the Colts. I heard rumors out there that Belichick is going to be done at the end of the season. Like they're going to do some kind of buyout, whatever the case may be. So they might as well just keep losing games and get that highest draft pick they can this year. So I'm going Colts. Justin, who you like? Uh, Colts. Oh, damn. I find it funny. <clears throat> I find it funny how there was the rumors that they were going to fire Bill Belichick. Like, bro, are you like, come on, bro. Like, it's Bill Belichick. There's no way that's happening midseason. No hammer, though, Fred, because Jordan, he was and a lone wolf. I'm telling you, that dude's the last place. Recount. That would be quite a turnaround. <laughs> he might be heading that way after the first game. All right, well, let's get to the next one then. Browns at the Ravens. Um, mm. The Ravens lead this series 36 to 12. Um, Ravens won in October 28 to 3. The Ravens are favored by six and a half. The over under is 38 and a half. Greg, who you like? Man, the, the Ravens are the more complete team, man. I like, I like how Lamar's playing, I like how they're running the ball. If I'm not mistaken, Lamar's completion percentage is damn near almost 70%. So I'm going to go with the Ravens against, even though that Cleveland Brown defense is tough, I think the Ravens pull it out. I like it. Francisco, bro, 
You, I mean, you, who are you saying this to right now? He killed, they killed me too, my friend. I feel you. I thought Tua did He's- well. Tua did well the entire game. That last, like, little, I don't even know what happened. It was like a ghost blew on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Don't he, why you got to bring this up, Fred? I was guys every, a little bit every time the Dolphins lose. Just a little. I buried that pass. <laughs> like, we were done. Damn, man. Pull the Band-Aid off again. All right, who are you liking that one, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. I might be the surprise uh, lone wolf here. But if you guys remember that one game that they played earlier this year, they played DTR, which everybody had hype around, but he ended up throwing three interceptions. This week you got Deshaun Watson, a little bit more stability. Uh, And he looked good last week. I know it was against the Cardinals, but he looked like he was good, and he looked like he was tuned up and ready to go. I think this is going to be a really close game. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. The Browns are going to come and uh, hit hit the Ravens in Baltimore. Brad, what do you think? Uh, man, I got to go with the Ravens. The way they've been playing lately, the winning streak, they just look so locked in. I mean, that offense looks nice. The Ravens remind me of the old Ravens defense of old. Um, yeah, it's going to be one game I'm going to watch today. It's going to be very interesting, definitely. I'm going Ravens. Yeah, when you're doing these breakdowns and stuff, it's interesting to, uh, you know, the stuff that you learn. Uh, but, you know, what impresses me is this Ravens D. And when we did our predictions, actually, it was the Browns. I didn't really see the Ravens as much of a threat, but they certainly have impressed me. So, Justin, you are correct, sir. You would be it. Count it up. For this matchup, you like the Browns. We all enjoy a victory on this one with the Ravens. <laughs> I like. I don't know. You're, you're voting I, with the three guys in last place <laughs> over there, Jay. <laughs> I went eleven and three last week. I'm just saying, eleven and three. <laughs> but I agree with Fred. I just think they're a more complete team right now. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, Packers at the Steelers. Um, Packers lead the series twenty to sixteen. Packers last one in 2021 uh, was 27 to 17. Steelers uh, favored by three over under 38 and a half. Justin, who are you liking this one? I like the Steelers. The it, It's two teams that mirror each other in every way, shape, and form. They've got two running backs, one that looks old and one that's never really hit. And then you've got wide receivers that are kind of okay, but they've never really been that great. <laughs> You know, it's it's a mirror all the way around. You know, they're the Spider-Man meme going like this, pointing at each other. But I think the Steelers on defense, T.J. Watt is such a difference maker. And Jordan Love has just not been a difference maker this year. So I'm going to go with the guy on the other side, T.J. Watt. I think he's going to have another MVP-like performance and pull it in for the Steelers this week. I like it, Fred. Who you like? Uh, I have to go with the Steelers. Every day I've been waking up this morning and they've been talking about is, is Jordan Love the right quarterback to be with the Packers. And that's a, that's 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 already like scary to think about. This is first year and they're already talking about maybe getting rid of him. So stability is not there. I'm going with the Steelers at home. Bro, Francisco, you're good, my brother. I'm just having fun with you. Yeah, that's funny, though. It Yeah, it, it's hurtful. Like I thought, thought we were past this already. Come on, let's move on. We got this. We got Raiders next week. All right, Greg, who you like? Um, I agree with my, my co-host here. I'm going with the Steelers. I think they do enough on defense to pull it out. Jordan Love, I had so much faith in this kid at the beginning of the season, and I still have faith in him. I think he has a decent game against that Steelers defense, but um, secondary, but I don't think it's going to be enough this week. I'm going with Steelers. 
Eric, Eric, it looks like he agrees with you as well. He says Packers are down. We got Jair, Quay Walker, both doubtful, and Jordan Love's not the guy. Norris Lafleur, like hey, we're going all in on, going all in on the Packers right gotta now. Gotta get rid of his whole team. Get that hammer out, Fred. We're all going Steelers in this particular matchup. Say goodnight to the Packers in this one. All right, let's get on to the next matchup. 49ers at the Jaguars. 49ers lead this series 4-2, to two, uh, and they've won four in a row, including 2021. They won 30-10. to 10. The over-under is 45 and a half, and the 49ers are favored by three. Freddie, who do you like in this one? Wow, what a game this is. Oh, man. I, I know who I picked. It's still going to be a hell of a game. I picked the Niners because I think the bye week gives them a chance to fix up what's been going wrong lately. But there is just no cakewalk in Jacksonville. But let's go Niners. Let's go Purdy. Let's go defense. I like it. Darius, thanks for the comment and question. Give us a few. We're going to answer them at the end of as we get done with our picks here. OJ, what you say, my friend? Who are you liking this one? Man, this is possibly if the Browns and the Ravens are a game of the week, this is game of the week as well. Um, I agree with Fred. I think they, they fix things up and get things together for the Niners, but I don't think Jacksonville is going to be a cakewalk, man. I think ATN and Trevor Lawrence and Calvin really give them a run for the money because this ain't the same Niner defense. But I'm sticking with the with the gold and red. So let's go, Niners. Bring it home, baby. Yeah. So, Justin, I wonder who you like in this one. <laughs> it's gold standard time, baby. We're getting it back. Chase Young is getting to the quarterback this week. Nick Bosa is finally paying off. Let's go, baby. It's Niners. Bang, bang, Niner gang time. Let's go. Bang, Man, bang, Niner gang. I should bang, be getting in there. In that huddle, people around, baby. Bang, bang. Fred, do me a favor. Get that hammer, but put it right back down because – I'm going to go with this Jaguar team. I'm going to lone wolf this thing. I like the way this game is set up for the Jaguars. We talked about it on Friday. I feel this Jaguar team is almost, if you will, battle-tested two games over in London. They're at home. You got the West Coast coming to the East Coast. Love the way this sets up for the Jags and are struggling. Now, I know the Niners just coming off the bye, but they have been struggling a bit. Um, I think this is a get right uh, game for this Jaguar team going to really show us what they're all about and that they are actually in the fold for this one. So lone wolf in that one. We'll see. All right. Saints at Vikings. Vikings lead this series 24-13. Last time they played was in 2022 and the Vikings won 28-25. to The over under is 40 and a half. Saints are favored by three. Greg, who do you like? Man, the, the Vikings did a miracle last week, man, with Dobbs coming in. They don't have no K.J. Osborne this week. I went with the Saints. So this is just a safer bet. That defense, Derek Carr, I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a huge day. Because I think even though Michael Thomas may play, I don't think he's going to get as much snaps as we think. So I'm, a th I'm going with the Saints. I like it. Um, Justin, who do you like? I I'm going with the Vikings. I think you ride the momentum, and I think that they have a ton of momentum going for them right now. I think the defense gets a couple stops. You know, the other side is not really the greatest either. I mean, we're talking about the Saints. They got weapons, but, you know, outside Alvin Kamara, 
You know, they don't really – they haven't been hooking up with Chris Olave as much as everybody wants them to. I think the Vikings come in, Josh Jobs puts on another wonderful performance, and we see Justin Jefferson in a week. What do you think, Fred? I went with the Saints because – just because, to be honest with you. Nothing is spectacular. The defense is okay. I mean, there is so much – I went on the strength of their name, to be honest with you. Um, I think the Vikings get lucky, got lucky. And this is so much damn turmoil with the Saints. But I go with the Saints. You know, Come on, man. Let's go Saints. Great analogy, Fred. Great analogy, man. You're the best. Man. Dude, dude. Great you best, know, man, man. at the beginning of the week, I was all like, okay, let's go Saints. And then you still seeing the bullshit happen. Really? Oh, God. And this is let why me, you're in the basement. I just picked on name alone. I'm screwed because Fred picked Let me try team. to uh, put this in the words for you, Fred. I think the Saints defense – um, is just a little bit better than what Josh Dobbs saw last week. Yeah. Um, and, and quite frankly, um, they weren't preparing for Josh Dobbs. No one thought Josh Dobbs was going to even sniff the field. So, you know, for him to come in, bit of a surprise. They weren't prepared. Saints are prepared this week. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be with you guys. We're a split on this one. I like the Saints as well in this. Uh, Jordan O also liking the Vikings, so we shall see. We're screwed, Jason. We're screwed. Justin with the last place guy, so we'll see. All We're right, screwed. Texans at the Bengals. Texans lead the series 8-5. Bengals won last time in 2020, 37-31. Over under 46.5, and, and the Bengals are, are favored by 6.5. Justin, who do you like? You know, Jason, I I love and I respect the fact that you, you know, do all these graphics for us. But I'll tell you what, man, if I had known all the news I know now, I probably would have changed my pick. But I'm going to stick with it because I'm going to be a man of my word. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think the Bengals have a really solid chance if Jamar Chase plays to absolutely, you know, have a great game and even, you know, outscore the Texans if Jamar Chase doesn't play. God, somebody's got to step up. Somebody has got to step up because it's going to be a rough game. But regardless, I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to stick with the Bengals. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, uh, you know, definitely is a good uh, DFS play today. Uh, Freddie, who you like? Got to go with the Bengals. Them boys are hot. They're at home. Uh, They got the defense is stepping up. I I think they, they went handily against the Texans, to be honest. Greg, who you like? I don't, I don't think handily, Fred, but I think the Texans are going to give them a run for the money. Even though they're missing Nico Collins, C.J. Stroud, Noah Brown, and Tank Dell is going to give that secondary run for the money. But I think the Bengals run the ball with Joe Mixon since the, the receivers aren't that healthy, and they pull out a victory against the Texans. But put the hammer down on this one. We all like Bengals, although I agree with Justin. Um, you know, this Texans offense, you know, with – T. Higgins coming up short with Jamar Chase a little hobbled, um, you know, makes this a little um, less of an ass whooping, so to speak. But, um, you know, we all like Bengals, of course, to win the thing fully. Let's go to uh, next one. Titans at the Bucks. Titans lead the series 10-2. Titans have won three in a row in this series. Last time was in 2019. They won 27-23. The over-under is 38.5. Bucks are favored by 1.5. Uh, who we like? Justin, I forgot who I went last last time. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's it's all good. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I think the Bucks have been kind of in every single game, even with the Bills. You know, last week they went completely down to the wire. They blew it against the Texans, 
But I think this week they pull it all together, and it's going to be another show. I think that, you know, the Titans aren't going to go down easy. Derrick Henry, Will Levis, they're going to put on a performance, but I think that the veteran defense will lock this one down at the finish for the Bucks. Brad, what do you say? Yeah, I went with the Bucks, uh, but just a better defense. I, I, you know, Patrick May, I mean, Patrick, um, Baker Mayfield hypes me up sometime when he's on the field. He gets me excited when he does a little thing. Uh, I think Will Levis comes down to earth today. Uh, Fred's got Patrick Mahomes on the brain. OJ, what do you say? <laughs> well, <laughs> to to follow Fred, I went on name alone on this one. <laughs> nah, I went with the Bucks. I think the Bucks pull it out. It's gonna be a tight game, but I, I like Will Levitz, man. I like what he's showing. Even in the loss last week, I like what he's showing as a young QB with D Hop and Derrick Henry. I think they got the tools around him so he could be great, but. I think the Bucks pull it out with that defense. Yeah, um, you know, I can't be a big buyer in of Will Levis and then not be a big buyer into the Titans winning this football game. I do like the Bucks and Baker Mayfield and what he's done, but I'm lone wolf in this matchup. Down here in Florida and pull it off against the Buccaneers. All right, well, we've reached that time. Before we get to our four o'clock games. We got to get some dingus picks of the weekend. So let's hear from our boy Chris from that effing show for our dingus pick of the week. This is the dingus ding, pick of the week with your host. I love that song. Oh, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Well, Halloween's behind us, and that means it's Christmas full speed ahead. I'll bet at the top of your Christmas list is a fantasy championship. <laughs> well, if you want that to happen, you've got to stop asking for things that just aren't going to happen, like production from Brian Robinson. See, Brian Robinson has had zero games above 12 points since week two, and that's including the ones with touchdowns. Sam Howell has quietly become fantasy quarterback number six, and aside from last week, Seattle hasn't allowed a single rusher over 14 points since week three. That makes Brian Robinson... A guy that just isn't going to happen. And what about Montgomery? We've been waiting for Montgomery to come back since week six. But did you know the Chargers haven't allowed a 50-yard rusher since week four? Sure, Monty's fresh, but Gibbs has finished as a top three running back the last two games he played. And that's because he has 14 receptions. Monty only has 10 receptions all year. The Chargers' stout run defense and Gibbs as the pass catcher means Monty just isn't going to happen this week. And what about Zay Flowers? Gosh, everyone wanted him to be good this year. Should have listened to the Fox, though. Anyway, one game over 13 fantasy points since week two. One game over five catches since week three and one touchdown all year. <laughs> they face Cleveland, who's number two against fantasy wide receivers and has only allowed four passing touchdowns all year. Stop waiting for Zay Flowers to happen. Sit in this week. Absolutely. The best thing you can ask for this fantasy season is that effing morning after show. It's live every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. with myself and Adam Hulse. We review your fantasy week and get you set up for the next one. You can even call in and it's right here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation Network. Well, keep writing those letters to the big guy, everybody. <laughs> Not that one. That one. And keep listening to what the fox says. You guys take care. We'll see you next week.
This has been the Ding 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 Pick of the Week with your host, Chris Fox. Dingus, dingus pick of the week. All right, let's get to our four o'clock, finish up our picks. Let's go to the first one, Lions at the Chargers. Chargers lead the series 7-5. to five. The Lions won back in 2019, 13-10. Hope this one's a little bit better than that. Uh, Over-unders, 48.5. Lions are favored by three. Fred, who are you liking this one? I'm going to go with the Lions. Uh, obviously, they, they did just a better team. Uh, they played the Jets last week who had no offense at all, which Detroit has a very good offense. Um, so, yeah, I got to go with the Lions. Greg? Man, I'm I'm expecting tomorrow St. Brown to have a huge game, unlike Garrett Wilson against these poor Chargers secondary. So I think the Lions come through with a great victory against the Chargers. Justin, who are you like? Lions all day long, baby. Well, I'm going to go with Jordan on this one. We both like the Chargers oh, in this one. At home, I like this offense to get right there. I feel like they're kind of getting on that streak. Um, Lions coming off a bye might not be as hot uh, as this Chargers team is. So we'll see today how that plays out. Um, I think this is going to be one of the better games of the day, though. Falcons at the Cardinals. Cardinals lead the series 17 to 16. Falcons have won four out of the last five, including last year, 20 to 19. Uh, the four, the over/under is forty or forty-three and a half, and Falcons are favored by one and a half. Um, Greg, who are you liking this one? Can I see who Fred picked first? Because I'm screwed. Every pick I pick <laughs> so far, Fred has picked the same goddamn team. I'm screwed, bro. I'm screwed. Just go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, Fred. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, Fred, back in the damn basement this week. So, so who you like? Who you like, Justin? Oh, uh, well, I guess you already see who I like. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think that uh, I think the Falcons are frauds, to be honest with you. And I think Kyler is going to have one of those big return games that we always see. You know, like the guys come back and they throw four touchdowns and it gets you all realis- unrealistically hyped for their fantasy performance going forward. I think that's going to be Kyler Murray today. Also, a little side note, go out and get yourself some Marquise Brown on DraftKings. He's only like 5,400 right now. I think that's going to be a big game. Every game he plays with Kyler Murray, he nearly doubles what he would play outside of Kyler Yeah, yeah, Kyler loves to go deep, too. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, Fred, I'll just let let everyone know. The reason why we're picking Falcons today is because the Cardinals are absolute garbage. And Kyler Murray, when a coach says, well, it's not going to be the same Kyler and this and that. I mean, I can't expect this guy to come out and be hitting NFL game speed right off the jump, um, even though it is the Falcons. And I agree <laughs> with you with you in the sense that they are a fraud. Um, but so, but I think what they'll have enough today to beat this uh, Cardinals team. All right, let's get back to the game of the day. The Giants against the Cowboys. Um, last time wasn't so pretty. We know 40 to nothing. They And, in fact, the Cowboys have won 11 out of the last 12. Um, the They lead the overall series 74-47-2. and two. The over-under is 39-and-a-half. The Cowboys are favored, ready for this, by 17-and-a-half. That is crazy. Just get the hammer out. I don't need to hear anybody on this. It's Cowboys we like. I do think it'll be a better game than last time, but I don't foresee the Giants pulling this off in any way, shape, or form. 
All right, let's go. The Commanders at the Seahawks. The Commanders lead the series 13-9. The Commanders won last time in 2021, 17-50. Over under is 44.5. Seahawks favored by 6.5. Justin, who do you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Seahawks have to get it right if they still want to be in the playoffs. And I think the Commanders have realized that they're kind of going to be looking for a new coach next year and maybe even a new quarterback, even though I think their quarterback's just fine. Um, so I'm going to go with the Seahawks, a little bit more motivation. I mean, they've been getting their ass kicked for a while now, so maybe they just, you know, kick it into like third gear, fourth gear against this team that's very beatable. Brad? So think about this, man. Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Think about this. At the beginning of the year, I said, yes, yeah, son, I'm going to take you to a game. I know you love the Giants, and this is the fucking game we're going to next week. The fucking Commanders and the Giants. You know how Ooh. bad that's going to be? Anyway, we'll Ooh. talk about that from D.C. Uh, Seahawks all day. Yes, I agree with Justin. When your coach is and doesn't show if he's going to have a job or not, like, what are you really playing for? Like, it's tough. I think the real question, Fred, is that do you, do you just hate your son? <laughs> and the whole family's going to that one. Oh my god! Oh. Me, my wife, my daughter, great Thanksgiving, granddaughter, like oh, oh man, now, Greg, who you liking this one? I think you can still sell those tickets. <laughs> the Commanders traded their whole defensive line. Gino is not going to see any pressure. Kenneth Walker probably has a huge game. You know, even you know. It's, it's, it's just not a hammer game. Oh, the hammer this game. is a hammer game. I just want yeah. you know, I want everybody to get it out, get that hammer out. It's neon. We got some neon green on the side, so there you go. We're all killing the Seahawks in this one. All right, let's go, oh, Jets boy. at the Raiders. The Raiders lead the series twenty-six to twenty. The Raiders have won three out of the last four, including in twenty twenty. They won thirty-one to twenty-eight. The over-under is 36 and a half, and the Jets are favored by one. Fred, who you like? Don't ask me no damn silly questions. Back on track. Let's go defense. The Raiders are not that good. The quarterback is terrible. If our defense can't win us this game, we got some issues. Let's go Jets. We ain't, we ain't bust that out in a while. I had to throw that out there. Greg, Greg, okay, Jets, I, I figured. Look, listen, what, what listen. You know, you know what? You know what? I, all this Zach Wilson slander, just, this, this, Zach has been playing pretty decent. It's that offensive line that's trash. Man. No, man. I'm telling you, we Joe Douglas needs to do a better job no. st- stacking up the offensive line because – Think about Stop it, it Greg. Stop it. You cannot okay. hold the ball Greg, for five seconds. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I messed up. I should have used it. This is what I used. I hate you, Jason. Jets. I was premature earlier, Fred. I'm sorry. I should have saved it for yeah, Greg. Yeah, what, what do you say, Let's Justin? Go Zach Wilson. Let's go. I mean, I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you got to stay high just to kind of ease the pain a little bit. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. I, I I rarely disagree with OJ. Juice, it ain't it ain't the the problem. It's not the offensive line. It might be Everything. one of the problems, but the problem is is that your quarterback can't seem to throw the ball, and you spent a second you put a spent the second overall pick on the guy, which I mean, the whole class looks like shit right now in hindsight. But goddamn. Um, and then, you know, here's my biggest problem. I'm going to go with the Raiders. 
but I can't trust the Raiders to save my life right now. Theory says once the Raiders have a good game, they have a game that makes them look equally as bad. So I'm kind of over here like, is this the tradition is going to continue? I don't think so. I think Antonio Pierce has them on the right track and gets the W today. But I'll tell you this. I do not feel 100% sure about it. Lickety split. I like it. What is this I'm looking at? You guys are crazy? I'm fucking screwed this week, bro. Jets are are I'm gonna this week. I truly believe not even the number one. I'd take the number 10 team in the college country right now to beat the Jets. That's how bad. Shut out, Jason. Don't do don't Easy. be disrespectful. Damn. Easy. <laughs> Easy. All right, let's I, go. Thought, I, thought, I thought my hate for Russell Wilson was bad. Your hate for the Jets is like damn. <laughs> Broncos. Broncos at the Bills. The Bills I'm lead done. the series. I'm not coming on next week. 2016-1. The Bills have won three in a row. That's including in 2020. They won 48-19. to The over-under is 46-and-a-half. Bills favored by seven. Greg, who you like? I like the Bills. I, um, I think this is a game that Josh Allen shows out. Even though Stephon Diggs may be a little injured and a little nicked up, he still has enough weapons on that offensive side with Kincaid and, and Gabe Davis. So I think the Bills pulled this one out. Yeah, I don't think we need to waste time with this. This is the get the hammer out. We all like there's no way. I mean, I, I can foresee the Broncos are playing better. Russell Wilson's played pretty decent this year. So um, I can see, you know, fantasy-wise, I could see – um, you know, this uh, Broncos team putting up some points against the Bills, but I just don't think it'll be enough. Um, the Bills at home, especially on a Monday night, are always pretty good. All right, well, I promise we're going to make it happen. Let's get to it. We got some questions to get to. Let's get to it. You've got mail. Righty, so from way back when at 8.08 a.m., let's get to casual sports fan. He wants to know Tank Dell versus Cincinnati or Jerome Ford versus Baltimore as full PPR. Fred, what do you say? Shit. <laughs> Justin, what do you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> He's high. He's high. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got it. Even though those are uh, both tough defenses, I, I'm going to go with Tank, Tank Dell because uh, I just believe that uh, C.J. Stroud is on another level right now. He's going to continue to throw no matter what, and he's going to have to throw against Joe Burrow. So I'm going Tank Dell full PPR. Yeah, I'm all about that with you, 100%. All right, let's go to Dennis's question. Uh, Greg, I'll give it to you. You got Bijan uh, Montgomery first game. Oh, he's I think he's giving his analysis. Olave, mm-hmm. who? Who'd be third if Chase is out? He wants to know. Well, <clears throat> Coach Arthur came out this week and said Bijan is going to get the rock a lot more. So we, I'm going to go with Bijan. Montgomery is going to lose snaps to Gibbs. Gibbs is, you know, showing that he's the man. Olave's inconsistent. <laughs> I'm going to go Bijan and Olave. I don't like Deontay's matchup. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, not that I think the Packers D is all that great, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just not a big Steeler offensive guy. So yeah, I'll take that. I like what you're saying there. Let's go to Justin from Domo. 
Um, he wanted to know, guys, half PPR, 12-man league was offered Bijan and Deontay for Monty and D-Hop. Currently have Brees, Alvin, and Swift. Justin, you like that trade? Uh, yeah, I, I love the Bijan, Deontay side. Uh, Bijan is... 60%, he's getting 60% of the carries. Monty is looking at 50-50, maybe, if not 40-60 coming back. Um, and then D-Hop and Deontay kind of cancel each other out. They both have that ability to be high upside, but most of the time they're the guys that get like five receptions for like 60 to 100 yards. And then if you got Brees Hall, Alvin Kamara, and Swift, you already kind of set it running back. So you're just kind of setting yourself in for those flex spots to be real nice, which – I understand I have one of those leagues where I'm like, boom, I got four starting running backs in the flex. That's awesome. Fred, um, in this one, Marquise Brown and Gibbs for T. Higgins and Rashad White. Do you like that trade? No, I'm keeping Marquise Brown and Gibbs. Uh, Gibbs has been playing some ball, and just like you guys said earlier, Kyler Murray is back. Uh, Marquise Brown is going to be his number one. He's a lot better than any of the quarterbacks in Arizona. I think this is when uh, we start actually seeing uh, Arizona uh, come to life. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one as well. Oh, hamstring injury. Why? I like it. Greg from Stairway to Evans, Geno Smith versus Washington or Trevor Lawrence versus the Niners? You know, the Niners secondary has not been the typical Niners secondary. And I can see Trevor Lawrence getting some dump balls to, to Travis Etienne or Evan Ingram. But Washington does have doesn't have any pass rush and Geno's at home. <sighs> but I like Trevor. I'm a, I'm a, you know what? No, no. I'm gonna go with Geno because he's at home with the 12th man. He's gonna bring it home this week. This is for you, Jason. I'm gonna go with <laughs> getting up early. That's all talk about dedication. All right, this one is for Justin. Like to get breeze nuts. Najee Harris versus Green Bay or James Conner versus Atlanta? Uh, I'll go with James Conner versus Atlanta. I think this team has sorely been missing him, and I think that Kyler's going to treat him good. He's going to give him some passes, and they're going to feed him the rock all day long. So he's going to feed him good. I like that a lot. All right, let's go to the Jack Goffs, apparently. Uh, for Greg, it's Evan Ingram versus the Niners. Jahan Dotson at Seattle or Tyler Algier at Arizona? I guess it's a flex question. For me or for Fred? Fred. Yeah, this is Fred. Oh, you say. Because Fred, Fred is sitting there like you, you, you didn't. You know. I heard him say Greg. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, let's see here. No, I'm not going to take Ingram. I'm not going to take Dotson. I'm going to go with Tyler Algier versus Arizona. Arizona still stinks regardless on the defensive side. Um, the other two games are tough with Seattle at home and the 49ers coming off the bye. So I'm going with Tyler Algier. All right. I like it. Greg, why don't you just Joe Buck yourself? A.J. Dillon at Pittsburgh, Brandon Cooks versus uh, the Giants, or Rashid Shaheed at Minnesota. Brandon Cooks has not been seeing enough targets with that Dallas offense. Even though the Giants suck, I think it's going to be a Tony Pollard game. I think they're going to run the ball down that poor-ass Giants defense. A.J. Dillon has not shown up all friggin' season. So I'm going to go with Shaheed. I think the, the, the Saints are going to throw the ball. Thomas is going to be on the sideline. Olave's been inconsistent. Derek Carr is going to throw it to Shaheed. All right, our last one before we head to church. This is for Justin, my Dak in a box. 
It's Taysom Hill at Minnesota or Kyle Pitts at Arizona. Taysom Hill. Game over. Yeah, Taysom yeah. Hill. Let's yeah, go to church. Yeah. Let's go to church, everybody. Taysom Hill, baby. That gets about as easy as it comes right there. All right. Well, as as we usually close our Sunday show, it's a little early for us to head to church, but we got you covered. Put your hands together and pray. It's time for Fantasy Jesus. I'm here to save your fantasy rosters. Welcome in, everybody, to this week's Fancy Jesus DFS picks. We're in week 10. It's time to get those fantasy playoff teams going. And guess what? Prodigal Son has finally returned. That's right. Brock Purdy is back in the house. And this week he is bringing Devo Samuel back with him to the field. Love this play against the Jaguars. I think it's going to be a great matchup. And I think that Brock Purdy is finally going to get right and get your offenses right. Put them in your DFS lineups this week. Then we're going to go to the running back position. B. John Robinson. Man, has this guy been a disappointment for fantasy purposes this year. You wrote it, You probably drafted him as a top five guy. Just not produced like a top five guy. But this week, he gets the Arizona Cardinals, who have been the third worst team against fantasy running back. Don't see that changing. Put B. John in as your DFS pick of the week. Then we're going to go to Indianapolis for Michael Pittman Jr. Love the matchup. Patriots have not been that great against fantasy wide receivers this year. And after Christian Gonzalez went down, they've been seemingly getting worse. Love it because Josh Downs is also going to be down as well. Looking like a 50-50 play that might be even less than that. Hasn't practiced this week. Put in Michael Pittman as your fantasy wide receiver DFS start of the week. Tight end position. Love me some Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta has been a godsend this year. That's right, a godsend this year. And he's going against the L.A. Chargers, who have given up third most receiving yards to the tight end position. Gotta love it. Put in Sam LaPorter. And then finally, we're rolling the dice once again with that Vegas defense, baby, for the third week in a row. Let's go, Las Vegas. They get another hapless New York team. And this week, the Jets, I don't see them putting up more than 10 points against this very ambitious Raider defense. So go ahead and lock Las Vegas in for the third straight week as your DFS defense. This has been your Fantasy Jesus, and may your lineups be blessed. I'm not sure who to start this week. Trust in your savior. You're muted, Coop. He said not more than... <laughs> Maybe you should stay muted. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit the subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. We appreciate all your comments earlier as well, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Look for us next week on Tuesday. We'll get the waiver wire with you. Um, we'll check out some leaders and we'll of course we'll have some sophisticated pickups as well. And then Friday, and then of course, we'll see you next Friday and Sunday also as we get into the playoffs. Get those lineups set. Good luck. We got a game that's about to start. So get make sure you get your lineup set. We appreciate you, and we are out. Later.